0: This is Alexis
1: Wilkins, and you're listening to Radar Radio. Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Radar Radio with Megan Carver. I'm Megan Carver. I've been very excited about this episode and this artist. Let me just tell you that if you're a fan of country music, you are absolutely going to love this girl. Even if you aren't a fan of country music, after hearing her, you might just become one. So if you don't think you're a fan, don't tune out just yet. This girl is going to go far in the world of country music, and that girl is Alexis Wilkins. Alexis is a singer, songwriter, and even an actress, all before the age of 18. Radar Radio had a great interview with her. She's not just talented, but incredibly kind and wise. She has a lot to say, and we are definitely listening. If you want to find out more about Alexis, you can visit her website, AlexisWilkins.com. From there, you can access all of her music, filmography, and social media links. All of her links will also be attached to this episode. So, I'll see you after, and here's Alexis Wilkins on Radar Radio. You were born in Boston? Yes. Um, but you've lived all over the place, so can you tell us a little bit about that, and is there a place that you've lived that's been your favorite?
0: Um, I was born in Boston, but when I was really little, I moved to England and then Switzerland for my dad's job, and then when we came back to the States, we moved to Arkansas. And, you know, I've loved everywhere I've lived, but I think that the South definitely has a special place in my heart, and I've been going back and forth to Nashville for four or five years now, so, and I actually live there now, so oh. I, I love
1: You began writing and performing music at a very young age. Mm -hmm. Was there any influence that went into that interest that sort of sparked up your love for music?
0: You know what, as far as singing goes, when I was living in England, we had a neighbor named Georgina, and she was involved in musical theater, and she was like, she would sing all the time. Like, and we would sing Disney together, I was little, and so we, you know, we sang everything from Hercules to, you know, Mm -hmm. everything. And so that kind of taught me that it was, okay to sing out loud and that it was good and then my, my mom and listened to a lot of country and then my dad listened to he loved country too but he listened to a lot of YouTube mm-hmm. and so that's kind of what I grew up with around me. We always had music on and so that's kind of where it comes from I think.
1: Who are some of like your musical influences that go into um, kind of like who you listen to and sort of influences your style of music as well as do you have a dream collaboration?
0: Hmm. You know what I'm I love writing, so I'm very influenced by writers. Um, I love Shane McNally, I love Christopher Stefano. I love Josh Osborne. Um, As far as artists goes, I love love Keith Urban. I love Sam Hunt. I love Eric Church. And a dream collaboration. I'm going to go with... Right now, I'm feeling some my Eric Church, mm-hmm. because I want to wear the aviators with him. <laughs> and because awesome. he's awesome.
1: Do you have a guilty pleasure artist that you, like, listen to?
0: You know what? Guilty pleasure artist, I'm going to kind of... It's funny, because I love all music, mm-hmm. and, like, I've always been, like, really loud about what I'm listening to. So, I think that instead of... I don't really have a guilty pleasure artist. I'm going to go with what people don't really expect yeah. me mm-hmm. to listen to. I, um... I really like Kendrick Lamar, mm-hmm. I really like Drake, and I really like Childish Gambino. I feel like people wouldn't expect that yeah. out of a country artist, but there's actually so many country artists that are involving um, like more R&B, hip-hop influences into their music. Now, like Sam Hunt, all of Montevallo, his album has that kind of feel to it, and so I think that there's a lot of involvement in that, but yeah, I, I love it. <laughs> it's like my running music.
1: So you write, record, perform, and make music videos. Is there one of these that you get the most
0: excited about? I love all of them, Mm -hmm. but I would have to say that the creative process, I feel like, is the writing and recording, because the Mm -hmm. writing, you know, it's the coolest feeling when you create something that wasn't, nobody's heard, you know, it it wasn't. Around two hours ago, or however long it took you to write the song, and so I love that, and I love that you can say what you want to say. And then, as far as recording, I think it's really—it's one of my favorite parts when the songs come to fruition and you hear everything on it. And whether it's for me or I write a lot for other people, or whether it's me or someone else, it's like—it's the whole image and how I wanted it to sound me together and the other writers. It's it's just—it's really—it's—it's exciting, and so. I feel like there wouldn't be music videos and shoots and stuff Mm -hmm. without the music that went to them. Mm -hmm. And so I love the creative process.
1: What is your songwriting process and how long does it usually take you to
0: write a song? Do you usually
1: draw from experience or...?
0: I do. I do. Usually... It's kind of funny. It really ranges. It depends on if I'm writing alone, who I'm writing with. There are some songs that definitely write themselves and others that you kind of work on. Written a song in 30 minutes before, and then spent the rest of the session just talking. And then I've written a song in a couple hours before. So it really just kind of depends.
1: You also do a bit of acting. I do. So how did that get started? Um, how early did you start on that? Um,
0: you know, I kind of, when I lived in Arkansas, I was involved in a theater called Arts Live. Mm-hmm. And um, which was such an amazing experience from a young age to be able to incorporate both. It was a musical theater, mm-hmm. so it was really cool. Um, Jules, one of the directors, had me, me had asked me to write one of the theme songs for the plays mm-hmm. that they were doing, and I was like eight or nine, so it was really exciting and such an honor for me to be able to write it and kind of show me that they're really cohesive mm-hmm. when you do it together. So it was kind of like it just really came naturally. they've always been. Hand, in hand
1: Is there a particular memory from any of the times you've had on set uh, that just, like, really sticks out to you? Something that you're always going to remember?
0: Um, you know what? When I was on the set of Dog with a Blog, I was on an episode called Dog with a Hog, <laughs> and they had a bunch of animals there. One specifically was a 750-pound pot-bellied pig. And because they're like show pigs, they keep them like really healthy and they like can walk around and just are like ponies pretty much walking around. And so this 750-pound pig was named Bob and he was really nice and he was really cute. And I'm a huge animal person. Mm -hmm. I have have a dog, I I love animals. And then they had dogs on set and they obviously have um, Stan the dog. Mm -hmm. And then they had little tiny piggies which was really cute. I've always wanted a tiny pig. It's sounds so, so fun. <laughs> yeah, it was that, that was definitely super fun. <laughs> so I am going to be shooting a movie called Painted Horses. Okay. It's going to be shooting in Paris, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> there's like three Parises that aren't Paris, and one in Paris, Tennessee, and I'm going to be shooting there. And I play a character named Zoe, and I'm, uh, I've been, I'm a bit of trouble. That's all. And Reba McIntyre is in Vietnam, I'm very <laughs> Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Have
1: you started yet? Or? No,
0: I start shooting end of October. Are you excited to play, like, a troubled character? You know what? I am because I'm not a lot. I feel like, I mean, we should ask my mom, but I feel like I'm not a lot of trouble. <laughs> uh-huh. Most of
1: the time. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of out of your box. That's cool. Yeah. It's very exciting. It's something different. Is there anything that you... Experienced as a musician or learned as a musician that sort of helped you in your acting and vice versa? Is anything in your acting sort of helped you in your music?
0: You know, I think they really feed each other. I think the performing aspect is kind of the same, or it has a parallel to the um, filming mm-hmm. aspect. So I think that really just the freedom of both, the freedom of performing and saying what I want to say and then the, the delivery of, Saying scripted words, I feel like kind of they do feed each other. It's it's. Yeah, I'm really lucky that I get to do both. Mm-hmm. I love it.
1: Kind of common knowledge that the entertainment industry is a very hard
0: field to get into. So why sort of put yourself through the ups and downs of that? You know what? It depends on the day when you ask me <laughs> this question. Sometimes I don't know, <laughs> but you know what? I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. It makes me happy. It's what I want to do. I like being able to. When I'm writing, I like being able to say something that's important mm-hmm. to me um I have a lot of things to say and I feel like you know making a difference I feel like is based on saying something mm-hmm. and so I, th- I think silence doesn't provoke thoughts and I think thoughts lead to actual change mm-hmm. and so if I can make a difference doing this and saying something that somebody might be afraid to say then it's it's so worth it it's, I do it because it's worth it, and I love it.
1: Do you feel that it's harder being a woman in the industry?
0: You know, I personally haven't run into that feeling. I've been in a lot of writing rooms with a lot of great people, with a lot of great guys. I've always felt like an equal in those rooms, and I've always felt listened to, and I've always felt valued, and I know I've been fortunate about that. I do know that, but I personally have not felt that.
1: And then a follow-up, do you feel like it's easier maybe in the country genre than maybe, say, the hip-hop genre or pop genre?
0: You know, maybe. It's interesting because country is so male-heavy right now. Mm -hmm. Um, If you look at the charts, if you look at the, you know, just really who's touring. And there are so many awesome girls breaking in right now, too. And so I think that it's, you know, it's, it's a balance. I think that... Country has its own male-female mm-hmm. thing going on. If you read some of those um, articles, you'll definitely see that. But I think that everything balances out, and I think that I love the guy's music, personally. Yeah. <laughs> love the girl's music, but you know what? I could totally deal with a little bit more LeBron in the yeah. world so. <laughs>
1: What is your current ringtone?
0: My current ringtone is Drunk On Your Love by Brett Eldridge.
1: So we're going to be hearing your song, Better Come Home. Can you tell us a little bit about what went into that song, the inspiration behind it?
0: Um, that song I wrote with an amazing writer named Billy Montana. We've written uh, quite a few times together, and he's just been an awesome mentor for me. And um, I this is actually the first song we wrote together. I walked into the session having got off a plane from LA to Nashville and I was in the airport and I saw a young man in uniform and we started talking because he was behind me in line and he had a lot of people in the base of LAX, you know, it's like an mm-hmm. escalator thing. There was a lot of people in the base like wa- like waving to him and some were crying but a lot of them were smiling and, I, you know, we, we started talking about that and we had a whole conversation about how when he might come back and you know where he was going and it really it really touched me that he was he had said well I don't want to tell them when I'm coming back because I don't know you know when or if or anything and it just really touched me that he had that thought in his head and he was going and he was okay with it and I got to Billy and I had this idea for this song and we it was one of those that kind of wrote itself and it means a lot to me my cousin's in the Air Force too so when I sing it um, I've dedicated it to him before that so awesome. it means so much to me
1: so we do have a fan question for you mm-hmm. this comes from At A Hugs Life mm-hmm. so we have what part of fame are you most nervous about and what part are you most excited about?
0: that's an interesting question I I haven't really you know, thought about the fame aspect of it I'm, I know that I'm excited to be able to express something be able mm-hmm. like i said before be able to say something and make a statement and just in in the music mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just excited to be able to say something and have people respond to it and hear it i think that the interaction is one of my favorite parts mm-hmm. so awesome. well this song is called better come home and i'm alexis wilkins mm-hmm. thank you
1: Take all That concludes another episode of Radar Radio with Megan Carver. I hope that you enjoyed it, and as a reminder, you can find out more about Alexis via her website, alexiswilkins.com. Don't forget to check out her movie, Painted Horses, when it comes out. We would like to thank Alexis and her team for being so incredible and so kind. If you want to find out more about Radar Radio, visit our website, radarradio.info, From there, you can see behind-the-scenes photos of our time with Alexis, as well as with all of our past Radar Radio artists. You can listen to past interviews, suggest artists for new ones, find out more about us, enter contests, and watch videos. If you want more Alexis, don't worry. In a few days, we will be releasing a video where we play a country music-style game with her. So keep an eye out on our website and our YouTube for that. Well, until next time, I'm Megan Carver, and thank you for listening to Radar Radio.